Hey, how are you? You want to intro it? I, I, I guess. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Intro <laughs> I was just it. saying, hey, how are you? Because I'm, I was generally wondering how you are. How are well, you, Well, I'm okay. I'm okay. Thank you. How are you? Hello, our lovely listeners, and welcome to Atomic Radio Hour, the post-nuclear podcast. I'm Give your host, Olive. And, uh... I'm Vince. Thanks for having me here today. It's a pleasure, really. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad you could be here as our special guest for the for yeah, the show. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm here to I'm here to promote a book. Yeah, what yeah. book? Is it your novel? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's it's a it's a his, it's a historical. Um, what are they called? Like a like a biography. Historical fiction? Not fiction. It's real. Yeah. It's um, uh, like a biography then. It's a biography, yeah, but it, like more of a. Bi- I always think of a biography as what you write when someone is dead or a time has passed. Right. Um, it's called the Neo Vietnam Conflict: Where We Were and Where We Are Now. Uh, oh, that's actually super interesting. That's a very, a very nuanced conversation. What do you bring into the table that hasn't already been said? Uh, the, the the first third of the book is mostly just. Um, <sighs> Like like a history report, I tried to keep it light and entertaining, right? And fun. Kind of bringing the reader into the the scope. Yeah, yeah. Like I want to make sure I bring up everything that happened in Da Nang and everything that happened in Laos and everything that happened um, when the treaty for uh, Germany fell through and Germany went from East Germany, West Germany, Germany to just one whole Soviet control. So you know, it's it's. Right, I want to yeah. keep it light, but you know, when you're talking about like fascism, it gets it gets a little heavy. So, how much know. do you touch on the island conflicts that are kind of in that that region? I do as much as I can, mm-hmm. um, because a lot of the island conflicts have to do with uh, Cuba and right. the. Do you right. do you remember the the Honolulu massacre? I am familiar with it, but I'm not sure of the intricacies of it. So. Tragedy, though. Tragedy, absolutely. Like, never forget. Uh, it had to do with a lot of Cuban spies leaving from Cuba, taking a boat. It took, it was, it was, it was a travesty, but there's also like, um, oh, it's not Hokkaido. It's the island below Japan that like wasn't considered part of Japan until World War II. And I can't think of the name of it right now, and I apologize. Um, they, well, it's all that, that's around now, the middle of the book. No, it's still towards the beginning because that has to do with some of the island, the island conflicts. Just because they're so small, you know what I mean. Right. The islands are just so small. That's why Cuba thought that they could maybe claim Hawaii as their own, and that's where the whole mm. Honolulu massacre and whatnot. Um, but yeah, you know, it it should be in your local bookstore soon. Um, Narr- it's narrated by Gilbert Gottfried on <laughs> on, uh, on the audiobook. What's the Audible? Uh, no, we couldn't. We couldn't clear Gilbert. Gilbert, you couldn't. Oh, we couldn't. No, it. ever since ever since he read Fifty Shades of Grey and and WAP, his price went up dramatically. Right. right. So, well, um, who did you get for the audiobook then? Uh, we got a John Goodman soundalike. A John Goodman soundalike. Yeah, That's actually yeah. quite impressive. Yeah. It's cool. You know, I grew up watching Roseanne a lot. Right. Yeah. So I just thought it'd be kind of like a cool full circle moment for myself. Anyway. I put a lot of time and work and effort into the book, right? So yeah. I hope uh, I hope everybody uh, enjoys it. Um, yeah, I mean it'll be on shelves this fall. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that's. Do we have a projected date? Did you get the note that says the projected date? Oh, the memo. Yeah. 
Um, I don't remember the date, but I did get the memo. It's over on the fax machine. Shit. Okay. Uh, I don't remember the date, and I should know the date of my own book. You but, should know the date. Yeah. Uh, I just have a lot going on. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that um, you know, that's been going on. The development right, story, yeah. uh, the assassination in 2024 was a big deal, but that's just that's the middle of the book, and then it kind of explodes yeah. from there. But I, I'm really interested to see your take on that because. Um, the History Channel documentary on it was uh, – It's not was, I great. Thought, I thought it wasn't great. I thought it was yeah. really basic and um, they didn't really use much more than what was on the news and I really would have liked to see some more uh, personal interviews from the folks that were there, especially a pres- especially the president's cabinet. Yeah, yeah. It would have been – and that's kind of the thing is I tried to get some interviews and I couldn't get direct interviews but I could get like – I got letters back and forth and they're cited in the books and I have it and it's like from the desk and like um, – I'm very proud of the work I've done on on the book. Um, well, us here at Atomic Radio Hour, we're proud of you. Well, thank you. That means a lot to me, especially, uh, especially coming from someone like Kyle. It means a lot. It does mean a lot. That boy's a hero. An American hero. An American hero. But this is a, this is Atomic Radio Hour. Thanks for having me here. Welcome to the Post Nuclear Podcast. Uh, we actually, I don't think we've said that in a long time. <laughs> is it? I, I think really. What? Yeah. Wait, have <laughs> it, sorry. I my I'm very tired. Uh, haven't we? No, I don't think we have. I think we just kind of got into it. it. Was like, what it do, bitch? <laughs> kind of got into it. <laughs> um, but welcome to episode 148. This is an Atomic Radio half hour. My schedule and Olive's schedule uh, is rancid right now. Yeah, it's wacky. So my computer literally this is the first day I could get it to boot. So I'm running basically all I have downloaded is like Chrome, OBS, and Audacity, and like that's and Discord. Discord, and like that's all I have. <laughs> I got some lemonade. Uh, <laughs> I've got my my normal empty jar of water that I drank on the pre-show because we've been here for an hour. Yeah, lemonade's lemonade's my favorite Gucci Mane song. Um, just a few things we I think. Do you want to tell everybody what happened with your computer before we get into the the quick lore? Um, long story short, my boot drive failed. So that's the for computer savvy people. It's the the drive that had Windows installed on it. And had, uh, it was, it's the C drive. It had all of my, like, kind of stage files for my recent projects on it. Um, most of which I had backed up in the cloud, but some of which are lost forever. Especially whatever was on my desktop is just kind of gone. Rough. Don't, I don't know what was on my desktop. I don't usually leave a lot there because I kind of like the clean look. Mm-hmm. But that super sucked. And also it threw my RAM time, my motherboard, uh, in the same, event that caused this hard drive to fail which i assume is a a power surge of some kind uh it threw off my ram timing and it reset my motherboard bios somehow so it was really weird and i only finally got this thing in what i would call like working as intended form today so now it's just a matter of rebuilding my software library um i'm just happy that most of my like actual personal files have been stored on other drives that I don't have any problems with or in the cloud. So, so this is be- a this is a cautionary tale. Back up your data, folks. Just because you said all that, I would like to preface with: if the audio sounds bad, it's because we're trying to. She's trying to fix everything. 
Yeah. Um, that's also going to help me not have to edit me going, hey, everybody, Vince here. Like, you know what I mean? So if right, anything's yeah. out of whack, it's because something didn't happen. That being said, are you recording? I am recording. In fact, I on this version of OBS, there's a little dialogue box that makes it so that I cannot stop recording until I acknowledge it. So Really? Big brain. That's cool. I need to get that then. Yeah. Um, Just real quick, did you hear that PlayStation and Discord have started some sort of a partnership? Yeah, and uh, pretty suspect after it being only a week after the Microsoft deal fell through, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's like how Bethesda and PlayStation had a... had, what do you call it? Had a deal to uh, get Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo, and then Microsoft bought Bethesda, and apparently and that never. Went... <laughs> no, it's still there, but apparently, like oh, Bethesda that... didn't like, or Bethesda never spoke to Sony about them getting bought out. So oh. last I heard is like you can buy Deathloop right now. I don't know if this is true, but I heard you could buy Deathloop right now for like fifty bucks on PlayStation. Really? Like, they're just like, fuck you guys. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. But speaking of PlayStation, dude, guess what I started playing? What'd you start playing? I started playing The Last of Us multiplayer. Yeah, is it good? Oh, Wait, Last of Us 1 boy. or Last of Us 2? Last of Us 1. Last of Us 1. The second one hasn't come out yet. Mm. Oh, boy. Does it slap? I know that you loved it when it first came out. Does it still hold up? Yeah. It's slow and it's tedious and like every action has – So it's everything you want. Every action has an an opposite equal reaction. And like – Got that third law in here, baby. I think. Was that the first law? I don't remember. What are you I used to love physics but now I I take estrogen so. Dude, my favorite part about physics is that – so you play the game and like you can like craft shit and that's just super satisfying and it's like there's people that are on there. So it goes by weeks. Like you don't have a level. You go by weeks. So every time you play seven games, you go up a level. Oh, that's so, really cool. Yeah. So like the goal is to make it 11 plus one weeks. Uh-huh. So like I get in a lobby and I'm like week six and there's a dude who's week 859 and then like – Three other people are week nine nine nine. Like it's oh my god! People have been playing it since it came out, and like, what is this goddamn matchmaking? Matchmaking? I I don't know. I don't think it's. I don't know if it's skill based. I don't know what it is. It, it's very much from a time where they were just like, "Hey, your game's coming out. Okay, it needs uh, it needs multiplayer, and it's the best multiplayer. It's so good." Like, you know how, like, I, in I Halo, you. you, like, kill somebody and they die? Or Call of Duty, you kill someone and they die? Yeah. In The Last of Us, you kill them and they go down. And then they have, like, a like an eight-second window where someone can revive them. And then you don't get a kill. You just get a down. So, mm-hmm. in Call of Duty, you have to go up in points. In this, you have a collective pool of 20, uh, 20 lives. And once okay. you run through those 20 lives, it's over. So if Garrett over here doesn't know how to Bruh. play and keeps dying constantly and uses 15 lives, he just screwed the rest of the team. Oh, the team have the same, like, It's a pool lives. of lives. So it's not first one to 20 to twenty points wins. It's the first mm-hmm. one to zero points loses. Or time. But, like, the maps change. 
That's cool. Like the maps will change like slightly. Seasons and stuff. Kind of like there's one map. Uh, it's called, I think it's called Lodge. So like Lodge will have it where uh, just a, a blizzard rolls through. You can't see more than like 50 feet in front of you. That's super cool though. Yeah, like the wind will pick up, and I don't I don't know if it picks up at the same time always or what have you, but Chef's Kiss that multiplayer is just. Mwah. And then, and then my friends are, that I was playing with, we were talking about how much we love the game. Did you ever see that? You ever see that meme? I won't ruin too much, but you ever see that meme where the guy's like, "She's the wicked witch of the east, bro." Get the wicked witch of the east, bro. No, yeah, it's one of my favorite things. There's a Spotify playlist that has that entire thing, <laughs> where it's like the first the the first song on the playlist is called "Hold Up, Hold Up, Hold Up." And then your sister was a witch. It's so funny. It does the entire thing. So my buddy I put it and on I, at work the other day just because it makes me laugh. My buddy and I had this conversation. We we're going. Um, his name's Justin, and we're fighting over like the characters' dynamics and like their wants and needs. And he's like, no, he did it because of this. And I'm like, no, Justin, no. Listen to what I'm saying. Like we were having a. F- and then like he go, he's like Fuck you I'm uninstalling the game and then we sat there <laughs> we sat there in silence for a solid minute and he goes that's why I love this game because we just had a heated argument <laughs> like, it was just ah uh, dude it slaps it's so good the way you make your your like the way you make your loadouts is so different it's so unique like every time you put points into one skill it can highly negate how you do other things. So like the one sniper build I have is like there's no sway when you scope in. Ooh, that must be and, really nice. Yeah, and then every time I get a headshot, I get back 25 points of health. Like like yeah. but that takes out of 15 points, that takes like four. So like that's your entire build then. Pretty it's it's that and like I have a pistol and I think the pistol's free. Because you have to have a pistol. My rifle right. is is two points, but if I wanted a silencer on it, it's four. Like it's so dynamic, mm. and it's like here you, you'll be able to do this really really well. You'll have this small buff here, but everything else you will not have access to. Mm. It's great. It's so good. It's so much fun. It makes me smile. It makes me laugh. I'm glad that it makes you happy, my friend. Dude, it makes me frustrated. You got to hear me. I'm yelling dirty <laughs> things at the screen. Yeah, I mean, I can figure. Ah, oh, dude. I know that you're you're a little bit of a game yeller. A little bit. It runs in my family. My brother's really bad. Yeah, your your brother I've heard before. Yeah. Um Yeah. You want to get into this lore for this quick episode? As much as I'd love to, first we have to acknowledge our lovely patrons. Yes. You see, some of you folks at home deem us worthy to fund our operation here, and we really appreciate that. Because without you, this show couldn't be possible. It's almost that time of year again where we have to pay for our show. So, is it? Yeah, it's oh, July. the end of August. Yeah. Oh shit, I forgot about that. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, God so, damn, time flies. Thank you guys because you make it possible for us to do that. And I'm going to start by saying thank you to Noah. Thank you, Noah. Next up is Danny. Thank you, Danny. Then we have Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. Then there's Bones Jones. Thank you, Bones Jones. 
And in the rear is in Girth the rear. Brooks. Thanks, Girth Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, everyone. Cool. Thank you. Would you like to get into this lore, Ben? Sure. So it's an Atomic Radio half hour. Um, and, I, and I said we weren't going to be reading off the wiki. But like I said, Olive kind of hit me today and was like, look, I can't record any other day. But this one day being a Tuesday, that's a Tuesday. Conven- Tuesday, that's convenient for both of us. Um, I was actually going to come home from work and start looking up some topics and taking notes and writing mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, but that changed. So here we are. <laughs> yeah. So here we are. Yeah, we're so, here. Since we're doing an atomic radio half hour, I thought we should do it on someone who's kind of not like. A big deal, but I also don't think a lot of people know about uh, from Fallout Three, Uncle Leo. Now, how much of Uncle Leo did you know about before I gave you? Before I told you this, what absolutely we were gonna do? nothing, except that I knew that he existed. Okay, so you did know he existed. Yes, I just didn't know what he was, what his deal was. Okay, so I, I think a lot of people don't know about Uncle Leo. Uh, for those who don't know, he is one of two friendly super mutants in all of Fallout Three. I'm pretty sure one of two. It's Ooh. him and Fox. I don't think there's any other super mutants that you can speak to. Yeah, right? I don't, none come to mind. So I'm just going to go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Uncle Leo is a friendly, wandering super mutant that the Lone Wanderer may meet in the Super Mutant Philosopher Random Encounter in 2277. I looked up Uncle Leo on Google, and the first thing is the character from Seinfeld. <laughs> I think he might be a reference <laughs> yeah. to that. We'll, we'll, we'll read through this. Uncle Leo is a super mutant pacifist who is embracing a spirit of giving and grace. He recalls his adventures to anyone who will listen. Uncle Leo gladly gives gifts to those in need and reveals many facts about the genesis of super mutants as they are not born but created. Uncle Leo was exiled from his super mutant brethren because he was exhibiting peace-like attributes. They could not tolerate his message of peace, so they cast him out. Uncle Leo has roamed the capital wasteland ever since. If asked about his name, Uncle Leo will reply, Uncle Leo will reply, he has always called himself that. Maybe it being his name before he became a mutant or read it in a book long, long ago. Now it says interactions with the player. What's up? Or saw it on Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you did you see on Reddit some guy made a thing that every time he opens the front door to his apartment, yeah. it does that? <laughs> yeah. Dude, how cool is that? It's it's really cool. You can do uh, it with like um, an Arduino or a Raspberry Pi. Really? Mm-hmm. Dude. It's pretty easy. You know what I want for uh, my birthday? Yep. Think about how funny it would be. Like you have, uh, you do it every tenth time. There's applause. So like you invite people over, and it's like boo boo doo ba doo ba doo ba doo. Woo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So or the, like you know how there's like a, like five different kinds. One where it's just like the like the ride. Five like, different tss, kinds tss, of like. Like there's five different kinds of like Seinfeld. Oh yeah. So like he just randomly cycles them. Yeah, I think I think each one for like a significant amount of time was like randomized. There's like a mini mm-hmm. documentary on YouTube about it. Yeah, it's really really interesting. 
Yeah. Okay. So the interactions with the player character, I just thought this was funny. Interactions overview. This character has no special interactions. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me. It just is. Mm-hmm. So effects on the player's actions. When the lone wanderer first speaks to Uncle Leo, he will express surprise that they have not shot him yet. When a dialogue option appears to tell him to give up his goods, essentially robbing him, he gladly parts with a suit of dirty pre-war business wear to the wanderer as a gift, wishing he could give more. Asking him what he meant when he said, before I became this, makes him reveal that super mutants are not born, but made by other super mutants in a cold, dark metal place. He mentions that they would use the captives that they would abduct to make more of themselves, but he either doesn't know or cannot explain how this is done. Uncle Leo can be encountered a second or third time. He will tell the Lone Wanderer that after the first encounter with him, he fell into a dark cavern while climbing a hill and he hurt his leg. The cave turned out to be an old basement in which there were stacks of purified water. He tells him that after he got out of the basement, he has been hunting for a group of bleeders, as super mutants refer to as humans, that... And that he was forced to abandon the water that he was carrying. As with the first encounter, he will offer the lone wanderer another suit of dirty pre-war business wear. At the third meeting, the wanderer can express their concern for Uncle Leo, believing the wasteland to be too dangerous for Leo. Giving his previous run-ins with humans, he will explain that he allowed his own worries to get the better of him, and he would never take another step. What?! I don't understand. What, what are they trying to tell I've read us? that three times, depending on how I've edited that out. Who's not taking the step? Leo or the water? So does Leo just stand there? All right. I, I mean, I get it. Bethesda writing, but still, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't know. I Yeah, I don't understand. Here's some notes. You want some notes? I'd love some notes. Give me some notes. Uncle Leo is unarmed and only wears a pair of shorts. He is non-aggressive and never will initiate con- combat, even against Yagwais and Deathclaws, and will Ooh. flee if he detects a hostile creature nearby. However, he will defend himself if physically harmed. He will also assist the Lone Wanderer in combat if he's nearby. Uncle Leo is one of two friendly super mutants, the other being Fox. He cannot be pickpocketed. He also remains in the files of New Vegas. However, his skin color is the same as the super mutant instead of yellow-green. The Lone Wanderer happens to have Fox as a companion while meeting with Uncle Leo a second time. He'll express his shock at seeing another super mutant like him. Cool. Now, you can do a super mutant voice, so I would like to hear some of these uh, notes. Please quotes. don't make me do this. Please. Because, because you know what? I noticed something, the other, not the other day, a while ago, when I because the super mutant voice I do is not Wes Johnson's super mutant. His is more pain. Well, of course. No, I know, but like, my super mutant is just stronger than puny human. Like, it's just that, right? Mm-hmm. But Wes Johnson, like, yells. Like, he's like, what is troubling you? Like, it's more like. Like, he's like, really projecting. There's pain in it. Like, if you really listen yeah. to it, there's pain. What do you want me to read in the super mutant voice? I'll do it real quick. I'm only doing it once. Pick pick um, one of the notable quotes. I like the first one. Oh, thank God. 
I tried to get them to understand that there was more to life than fighting and killing, but they wouldn't listen. That's really good. <laughs> Thanks. I'm going to hate editing that. Uh, and then he says a bunch of other stuff that I'm not going to read. I want to hear him say it. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, I just listened to him do it. It's... It's so he's so exhausted. Yeah, yeah, he's like tired, right? Well, maybe that's also just the line reading, but still, that's such a nice line right there. Just another notable quote: "Have you ever watched the moon rise over the wasteland? I wish I could have given you something as wonderful as that." Like that's something like yeah. you tell a lover. That's actually a, a reference to uh, to Zen Buddhism. Oh, is that what the behind the scenes thing is? Yeah. You want to read it that? It says Uncle Leo's dialogue when the lone wanderer tries to rob him, where he tells them the clothes are a gift and he wishes he could give the wanderer the wonderful moon, comes from a Zen Buddhist cone. Hmm. Um, and I can read that right now if you'd like. What? The the excerpt that it's from. Sure. Ryokin, a Zen master, lived the simplest kind of life in a little hut at the foot of a mountain. One evening, a thief visited the hut only to discover that there was nothing to steal. Ryokin returned and caught him. You have come a long way to visit me, he told the prowler, and you should not return empty-handed. Please take my clothes as a gift. The thief was bewildered. He took the clothes and slunk away. Ryokin sat naked, watched the moon, uh, watching the moon. Poor fellow, he he mused. I wish I could have given him this beautiful moon. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's really nice. What's funny, not funny, like haha funny, but funny about that is there's also a Zen, there's Zen philosophy that Fox um, says. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we've we've done an episode. I read was called The Moon Cannot Be Stolen. Huh. Um, there's just, I, I, they probably just, a meal. <laughs> they yeah. probably just did it because they had like another thing lying around. But much of the di- this is for Fox, for Fox and not for Leo. Uh, much of the random dialogue heard from Fox as one wanders around him can be heard as simple wasteland survival device. However, there all, there, there, there are also references to Zen philosophy. Examples being, be aware of the present moment, and there is safety in mindfulness, which I always say in my mind, there is peace in mindfulness. So mm-hmm. maybe that's something Freudian, or maybe I just genuinely misremembered it. Yeah. I think that I think that Eastern traditions are so interesting, and I think that they're very impactful to just like think about and muse about. Mm-hmm. So I like when I when I see stuff like this. That's Uncle Leo. I think he's super interesting. He's not like a big part of the game. He's not super connected to any of the of the other mutants directly. Um, mm-hmm. But he's just one that like I don't know anybody who's played the game and has met him. I I know that I've gotten the encounter before, but I just didn't really remember. Really? Because I I was like Uncle Leo. That he's from he's from Fallout, obviously. Huh. But like it it, it rung a bell. You want to know his stats? Sure. 10 strength, 6 perception, 10 endurance, 5 charisma, 5 intelligence, 5 agility, 5 luck. 
He's level 11 plus 1. He's got 360 health points. And his karma is evil. I think that's just because of, like, a racial stat. <laughs> you said it, not me, you... No, I mean, like, in, in <laughs> the Fallout, in the game, yeah. Super Mutant Bad... Super mutant bad. I wish they would have made. I wish they would have made Uncle Leo like Shiagorath. Like he shows up in every Elder Scrolls. Like they kind of had that with with Herbert, the tree. Yeah, but you kill him off in three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yummy. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I think that's lore. I think so too. I think it's cool. Lore. We got we got like five ten minutes. You want to talk about anything? Um, I think we should talk about something. You know what I mean? I like it's a shorter something. episode, yes, but like we should just um, be like, all right, bye now. I got some new candles. Talk. Tell I'm literally me. a woman. What do you want from me? So, so you're saying all women just want to talk about their candles? Yeah. Ask. Okay. Ask. Uh, listener, ask a if you're not a woman, ask a woman. Candles. Call your mother. Say, call yeah. your mother right now and be like, "Tell me about the candles." No, she'll do be. It. She'll be like, "What are you crazy?" To do it exactly. What no, about my, your sister? I mean, she, call ha- your sister. she has candles. Like, she burns them all the time. Yeah. Alrighty. <laughs> Gotta get some candles or some um, incense. I'm not sure if that's your speed. I don't. I don't. My favorite kind of candle is when I bake a cake. <laughs> it just makes the house smell great, and then I can eat it. Mm-hmm. Like like warm brownies. Oh, dude, I made banana bread the other day. Oh, that oh. sounds so good. How good is banana we have, uh, bread? We have bananas in the freezer for banana bread, and I'm pretty excited. Dude, I'm heavy with banana bread. Are we, are we just talking about dessert now until Hell the show yeah. ends? Hell yeah. No, oh, like, my let's... roommate made some some brownies the other day, and I made some icing to go over top of them. Mm. You put icing on brownies? I I I was in a weird mood, and I was like, because I had some scones from work, and I was like, these scones need icing, so okay. I just made some icing. Would you make a meringue? No, it was more of like a cinnamon roll kind of icing, not like a Ooh. fluffy. It wasn't fluffy. It was more like uh, like runny. I love talking about food. I know. I'm going to get some tacos tomorrow after work. Oh, hell yeah. Shit. Yeah, I'm going to try the tripe. I'm going to try the tripe and the cows mm. and the beef tongue. My roommate's making some traditional Mexican food tomorrow for Cinco de Mayo. Oh, shit. I didn't even realize it was Cinco de Mayo. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the reason so I'm why pretty I'm excited about that. Yeah. Send some my way. Y'all fax it to you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is there anything else we can talk about quick? I, I just don't want to. I don't want to give like a half-assed episode. You know what I mean? Like I want to have some. Well, this isn't an atomic half hour. It is an atomic half hour, but the show's called Atomic Atomic Radio Hour, and half the time we either go. Oh, I don't think we've ever been exactly on the money. We're either a minute under or fifteen minutes over. <laughs> so yeah, sometimes we give you like an atomic radio full length movie. <laughs> like before this, I, I went on our YouTube and looked up half hour <laughs> to see what would come up, and all the half hours are forty something minutes. So like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just you know, let's see what else can we talk about? I hope nobody sees this as like bullshit that we like. I, like I like I said, I didn't have the data prepare. It was very much like yeah, if we don't record on Tuesday. Day. 
then we don't have an episode and I don't ever right. want to miss an episode. That being said, sorry that we were a little late. Yeah, my computer did the bad yeah. thing. So I'm Which we I'm about. sorry. I did the best I could. Yeah. Which you know, it's just, you know, it's just, just it's you know, it's just Oh, I got a Oh, dude. A kid what? I a kid I work with who I became friends with gave me uh, a Funko Pop of the new Godzilla movie from like of a character from it. Really? Dude, he's got he's got in he has like a like a separate game room that's like a TV and like a like a like a whole setup. He's got like a PlayStation 4 through 1, like a whole like thing. Like a media area. Yeah. His three walls that are not the walls that have the TV on it are covered in Funko Pops. Covered I don't in understand pops. the appeal. I don't. Th- I don't particularly like them. I th- I like that they're stylized. They're kind of lazy that everybody has like this is the male body, this is the female body, and then every once in a while they throw in something new. But I think I, the cool like the ones that come in like the big boxes are really cool. Like the ones oh, that are dude. like cars and shit. He like, had, those are really neat. There's one of Ice Cube in a lowrider from the Today Was a Good Day music video. Wow. Yeah, really? it slaps. That's crazy. But he's a big Harry Potter dude. He he um, likes all the things I don't like. Harry Potter, Star Wars, and Marvel. <laughs> oh yeah, he's really checking off the boxes of things Vince doesn't care for. <laughs> so uh <laughs> he's like the one wa- dude, the one wall is just Star Wars. The other I wall I think that's really cool for like like um like a collector's from a collector's point of view. Because like your one wall is all fallout. Yeah. And that was the thing is like I said to him, I was like I don't like Marvel or or Star Wars or or Harry Potter, but like from one collector to another, this nice rips. Like yeah. this is cool as shit. And uh, he had a like a it's a Funko Pop, but I, I know this doesn't help, especially for those who are listening. Shout out the UK. It's like three feet tall, and it's a three foot tall pop of Harry Potter with his little owl. What the hell? It, it was it fine. It ripped. Like I was I actually almost bought one huh. at a at a GameStop. It was a three foot Pikachu. That would have been so cool. I would have put that in my living room. Like I would have sat somewhere. But they wanted like almost two hundred bucks. I think it was like one fifty to two hundred bucks. I was like, I'm not paying that. Yeah, that's not it. But he gave me a a, a, a Godzilla one from the new movie, and that new movie rips. And uh, since I hated Days Gone, I traded him Days Gone for Ellie. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. And Papa where, where, said, where's your, where's your Ellie pop? I have it in my living room. Yeah. Is it on like that cool shelf? Yeah. I have the last of us two here and I have mm-hmm. an Ellie figure on one of my speakers in, in the living room, but they only made three figures for the last of us. And now I'm Let like, guess, I got Ellie, Joel and Abby. It's Ellie, Joel and a clicker. Ah. And now I'm like, now I have to buy Joel to just complete the set. Mm. And I don't want. Did you to. unbox it or leave it in the box? I left it in the box. Here's hmm. my That's thing. That's very Vince thing to do. No, it isn't. It isn't. I believe that if you buy a toy, it should come out of the box. Mm. Um, or buy two of them. I bought. I bought a. I bought a White Castle Funko Pop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually pretty neat. But I bought two of them so I could leave one in the box and one out. <laughs> uh, but I'm a big believer in whoever buys you a toy or figure or statue or what have you, they get to choose if it stays in the box or not. Mm-hmm. I just I just think that's a cool thing. Like, hey, I got you this. Do I keep it in the box? You make the right. decision, yes or no. Yes, the box is getting th- the box is staying. No, box is getting thrown out because I'm not going to sell something that's a gift. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? So, 
I'm going to keep it for as long as I can. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You have any fun stories you want to tell? Um, I don't think so. Nothing? No, I've had a very uninteresting week other than, I mean, I could tell you some traumatic shit that happened at work, but... Do you want I'm to? I'm not sure if you want to hear it. I mean, you it's, feel like it's, feel like it's, it's appropriate. kind of funny, but in the moment it felt pretty bad. Um, I was closing the other day. All right, everybody, and, that's um, our I, time. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> 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 Sorry, go on. I was closing the other day, and yeah, yeah. Um, I, for those that don't know, I'm a barista at a local coffee shop. And um, cold brew. I'm not sure if you're familiar with how it's made, but you put these fucking nitro beans in water. And uh, it has to sit for 24 hours to brew in the cold, in, in, like, the freezer. So after that, you have to strain all the beans out and just get to get the liquid, which is the cold brew coffee. Um, that process can sometimes suck, especially if, a, if you have trouble handling, like, a almost 10-gallon bucket of, of bean water. So... I didn't do very good at it because I'd been working all day and it got all over the floor. And then as I was trying to clean it up, I slipped and fell on my back into the puddle of cold brew and I only cried for 10 minutes. Did you hurt yourself? Yeah. My back is still a little bit like not feeling great. I would have been like, whoa, 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 workman's comp. If I tried to get workman's comp from this place, they would freaking go under. So we but, have insurance. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's not that big a deal. It's not like I like properly injured my back. I'm just a little like sore in my shoulders. So, but like, I don't know. If you get a cold brew, uh, you're the devil. That's all I have to say. I just thought it was iced coffee with a different name. No, it's uh, it's in- made entirely differently. Coffee tastes like shit. Maybe you just didn't have the right coffee. I don't know. When I, it, like, I don't coffee know. is different depending on a lot of factors. Depending on my flavor profile. Uh, no, really. Like when I was uh, when I was studying abroad in Europe, I tried coffee in a bunch of different places. Some places you don't even need cream and sugar. Some places you barely put coffee in the milk. So it really does depend on a lot. Just so you know. How do you think Shane Ivers takes his coffee? Um, I figure he's more of a tea guy. Oh, because he's from England. Yes. Or I should say England. I don't know if he's from the city of England itself. I'm thinking London. Now I just pulled a fucking Team 10. Remember that meme? (laughs) England is my city. Or, fuck. I'm tired, too. I'm not not a complete moron. Uh, Today, was. Shane Ivers. Shane if you Ivers. want to get his music, <laughs> Feather Duster, you can get it at www.silvermansounds.com slash free music slash Feather Duster, Vince. You know, you know my, Tell the you know what I meant though, set. right? Like I didn't, yeah, like it I, didn't seem pathetic. Yeah. Like it just like. Yeah. It, it didn't seem pathetic at all. <sighs> like it was just, it was, I made a genuine mistake. I just flipped something around. Yeah. It was just a brain fart. Yeah. It, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, not all Americans don't know geography, just most of us. Yeah. Today, someone had to remind me that Istanbul and Turkey are like the same place, and I was like, "Yeah, I know, but I didn't." Istanbul is a city. I well, I, I know, Turkey. but I didn't know that. Like, like there was a poster I saw. And they were like, "Oh, where do you think this is?" And I was like, "I don't know why, but the first thing that pops into my head is Istanbul." And the other guy's like, "Oh, I thought it was the Mediterranean." And he's like, "Oh, so we're pretty close." I was like, "Istanbul's the Mediterranean." He's like, "Yeah." 
Kinda. And I'm like, ah, dude, I don't fucking know. Kinda. Check us out. uh, Join our our Discord. (laughs) Yeah, PlayStation having Discord now. What a better time to join the Discord. You can play PlayStation and listen to our our crazy tomfoolery. Tomfoolery. I'm very tired. Thomas Foolery, attorney at law. (laughs) What kind of lawyer would he be? Um, a lawyer of pranks. <laughs> my, 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 whenever I think of a lawyer name like that, my first thought is divorce lawyer, but I'm just a big fan of divorce. Um, watch, I'm going to get I married. Wait, I can't wait for my first divorce. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I want to, I want to have a party after my first divorce. Like, like, you know, you have like a, like a reception after a wedding. I want to have a reception yeah. after a divorce. Like we're in the same building, but it's like paired off. Like her family's over here, my family's over there, and we're like you know like a duct tape line down the middle. Well, yeah, there's a line down the middle, but like and like it was on really good terms. So like you you come up to the line, like shake hands. No, not even. No, it was messy. No, it's it's just like you stay over there. I'm over here. She, we both have axe throwing stations set up that we throw axes at each other's faces. You know, like it's we hate each other, but we're gonna have fun about it. You know, she gets the kids on the weekend. I get, I, 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 or she gets the kids. I barely get to see them. She took my fucking dog and that thing that I've had since high school that I fucking loved. And you know what? We, we just, just, we just, we get through it. So check us out on Twitter. <laughs> you can, you can find us in the links below. <laughs> uh, thank you again to the Patreon. Thank you to the Patreon. If you want to support us in any other way outside of the Patreon, you can check out our Red Bubble. But if you're on YouTube, share us, like us, favorite us, pass us around. Um, and tell us to your friends. In the words of Mike Birbiglia, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell everybody. Yeah, scream someone, our names from the rooftop. If you, if, if someone you couldn't stand came up to you and was like, hey, asshole, here's a podcast recommendation. Would you listen to it? I don't know. Probably I think not. I would. I think the, I think my curiosity would get the better of me and I'd be like, all right, well, I got to do this now. Like he really like bridged the line bridged the gap to deliver the hand deliver this podcast to me and you know <laughs> there are 30 billion podcasts and they just keep coming so i think the fact sure. that you found one that you think i would like might mean something but like like part of me be like is he telling me to, is he telling me to look up his podcast because he doesn't like me or is he telling me because he genuinely thinks i'm gonna like it hmm. i don't know check us out share us throw us around do something with us um did i forget anything um no. no thank you thank you for being here thank sorry you. it was a short episode we'll be back next week with a longer episode yeah are your regularly scheduled programming we might even have uh, might even have a hero on the program oh yeah yeah that would be great so alright everybody bye I'm gonna go play The Last of Us is online I'm gonna go to bed I'm very tired Wang. All right, bye. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast. A Gulman Entertainment Production.